It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld. Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio, and wherever you're picking us up on the airwaves. It's a lovely day again. Happy to have you with us. As always, it's um, another time of year where the roads are going to get busy with me traveling and hitting a couple of conferences coming in Denver and Las Vegas. Uh, if you're course orlando and charlotte if you're checking out any of those locations and want to catch up let me know it's wonderful to connect with you of course my book the cannabis conundrum is still on amazon we're going to be doing an updated version launching soon that'll cover a post 2018 farm bill update which i think is going to be very interesting addendum so stay tuned for that but you know as much as i have fun with this show and we have a lot of interesting people on and celebrities and athletes and cool comp products i'm really excited today to discuss well, I don't want to say excited, but I'm, it's really important to me to discuss today's topic. Um, we have today Aaron O'Hara, who is a producer of a new documentary um, coming out shortly, uh, Weediatrics. Aaron, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's so great to be here, although I'm a little intimidated after you mentioned the celebrity guest part. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's, it's, it, again, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, I have... You know, my, I've had um, you know, Abby and Ricky on talking about uh, Weed the People in the past and, you uh-huh, know... Um, uh-huh. Of course, seeing what's happening with just the documentary world in general, people are tuning in Netflix and all these things, but it's a great way to educate. And I, I've been an educator sure where I've traveled and I've gone into stores, I've been in front of people, and it's very cost prohibitive. And you know, you only get a couple people sometimes here and there, but when you put out something of quality, a good documentary that has real good content, it should go viral. It's going to hit the masses and hopefully have a big impact. So with that in mind, let's give our listeners a little overview of what is Weediatrics. What's this documentary all about? Well, Weediatrics is, is really a labor of love, and we've been working on it. Uh, John Earhart and Kim Earhart um, and uh, many members of the Oaks Media and Open Water Studios team for the better part of two years now. Um, so it's a really a film that, as you sort of alluded to, educates, but also taps into the emotional part of um, what families are going through across the country as far as, you know, trying to care for and help improve the lives of their sick children um, and knowing that cannabis is indeed an option for them, um, but not in every circumstance being able to have access to it. Um, And in many circumstances being, either arrested, um, having investigations by CPS, um, you know, not being allowed to put their kids in the appropriate schools. Um, There's just a lot of repercussions that shouldn't be happening um, because there really aren't for a lot of these children any alternative medications that can help them. Um, And really, this all boils down to the fact that Cannabis is still a Schedule One drug federally, um, and you know it's 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 really just tied up in a lot of, of red tape. And the medical community as a whole hasn't 
um, truly accepted it as a mainstream form of medication. And so the goal of the film was really to showcase these families and their struggles and let other people know, you know, the country as a whole and certainly the medical community and, and, you know, for me as a parent, it was important for um, me to spread this message, but uh, just that these families are struggling and there's really a sense of hopelessness and really who is anyone to tell a parent what they can or cannot do to try to help their child. Um, so that's the really, that's the core of the film. Yeah, the struggle is real. If people don't understand this, I mean, if you're not walking into news following this, CPS coming and taking kids in Kansas, there's now a big mm -hmm. battle in Florida um, mm -hmm. with you know, the couple that was just didn't want to give their little child chemo anymore and, and wanted to try alternatives. And then, you know, the state took the kid away. It's like, how, how mm -hmm. what right do you have as a state, as a government to steal a child and and take away the parents' right to raise them the way you want to. They're doing, it's not like they're neglecting the child. They're just trying yeah. an alternative. If they were doing nothing, if they said, okay, we're not going to do anything, just let this child die and, and no medication, no help whatsoever. I understand that concern, but the, the right. parents are loving. They're caring. They're making, all their efforts they can because this is what a parent does when they see a sick child. I don't know if people have seen it. I, I, I'm fortunate to have you know, relationships and met with you know, many you know, cannon moms and people that are mm -hmm. fighting for years. And, and um, you know, a lot of people out there are fighting this battle. It's really challenging. I would tell you firsthand, and I, and I love that the children is what got CBD you know, public. What, what's helped make this thing go wild is because the, in the first place, it was helping children with seizures and autism and other issues. And that's what drew the attention of the mainstream to a degree and Sanjay Gupta and so forth. But there's so many right. stories that, you know, are, are, are sickening. And I hate to even say sad, but sickening of how they're yeah. you know, taking these children away and making these parents look like they're evil people. And that's not the truth. I mean, they're really, no, I love that and, you guys are bringing the story out there. Yeah. And that's really part of the stigma, right? Is that cannabis, is a gateway drug. I mean, we all remember really the, the um, sort of the propaganda behind the war on drugs. And so there is a really, and you know, whether it's a generational gap or it's just, we haven't as a country overcome um, sort of that message that it is uh, just a recreational drug or a social lubricant, but it is in fact medicine. And the thing that's different about this film is that, you know, you mentioned Sanjay Gupta and, you know, he's made wonderful strides um, in, in sort of giving people the right information and exposing um, the issue on a great platform like CNN. But what we wanted to try to do with this film was really tap into the emotional part of it, because I think that you can hear about all the research that you want. Um, you can read about it. But numbers don't do the same thing and don't touch you or affect you in the same way that actual human stories do. And that's really what this film is about. It's about families um, and their quest to make a better life or in some cases save their child. And um, if people look at it that as opposed to a pro-cannabis film... Um, I think they're going to get much more out of it and probably be enlightened in a lot of different ways. Yeah, it, this is an uphill battle. I think there's definitely still a huge stigma. Even today, 
We have this vape crisis going on, and it's not a cannabis mm-hmm. issue. It's a black market issue. Um, yeah. And you even have these uh, – even New York just announced these smart approach to marijuana just came out and saying uh, it's the THC just killed somebody. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's no. the compounds yeah. that are in this these, these cartridges that shouldn't be in the body, not THC. The THC is well-received by the endocannabinoid system, well-respected mm-hmm. by the body. So this is such bad propaganda continuing now in the 21st century in 20 going to 2020 we're still talking we have people that are misinforming the public and i think like Mm -hmm. you said it's when you go personal when you actually Mm -hmm. take it out of the statistics and bring the faces when i was able to you know sit with uh you know different children um that are that you can tell and you hear their stories but they tell the story themselves how they felt horrible and they used cannabis and now they feel great and they have a life back like that's more important than a statistic or a number or anything else it is medicine it is safe it's Mm -hmm. healing um and again i think it's really important for people to 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 understand that and if they don't go to some of these conferences and meet some of these parents meet some of these children right the risks they're taking i would even say that this is interesting there there was an um TV show, I would say even last year, I can't remember which one it was. I don't know if it was Bull, I think it was Bull or something like that. A mainstream TV show talked about a doctor giving medicine or getting, you know, basically legally bringing medicine across state lines to help a child who's dying because that was going to medicine that was going to help them, but there's no other options. And it's right. just so crazy that it's gone mainstream to the point where we know this is wrong we know that we should put the health of our children first not the political red tape and the loopholes and the stigmas and i think this is really important this is why i'm so excited that you guys have worked so hard and put this together and 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 have such a great video um you know yeah we're really we're really excited too and just to you know touch on your point about the, the vaping issue i mean it just goes to show you that cannabis is still used as a scapegoat Right. So, oh, it must be that, you know, and and that's just really not the case. If you really look at what this vaping issue um, is all about. And, you know, the uh, I think what why we're so excited about the film, too, is that we have so many. I mean, I really feel like the families that were involved in this film and really um, were comfortable with their vulnerability. Um, and exposing what they were doing for their kids, even though they knew that there was going to be a risk because they not only are desperate to help their children, but they are completely confused and angry as to why any child, not just theirs, has to go through this. And I think they really view themselves as, you know, messengers. Um, and they're risking a lot by being in the film, by taking the, uh, mer- the medical cannabis across state lines um, in order to treat their child. Um, so I think it's just, it's a really incredible film. It's a breakthrough film. Um, and you kind of, you kind of get a little angry watching it. <laughs> and that's what we want people yeah. to be. They, we want them to be angry. Well, I got you know, I was um, watching some of the films, some pieces of it, you know, earlier and um, you know, just watching, you know, a mom. This is these are not drug dealers, these are not gangsters, these are not you know, mm-hmm. criminals, these are parents just trying to get mm-hmm. medicine to their children and sitting That's at the right. airport and watching a police cop and a dog walk around and you can just sense the fear. They're taking a risk. Mm-hmm. They're they're putting mm-hmm. their lives on the line. And I and I have respect for this. I, I have to say openly because we're talking about this, I did too. 
My mom was dying, mm -hmm. had cancer in Florida in a state which was not legal, um, didn't have the mm -hmm. medicine available to us. And I brought it across, you know, across the country. Mm -hmm. and I got the best I could find from doctors and friends that I knew had the quality and clean product and tested mm -hmm. and everything else. And my, and mm -hmm. I, and my mm -hmm. mom was still because of the stigma, you know, in her lifetime. Oh, no, no, I can't do this. I said, Mom, this is the medicine that you need for your That's condition, right. for your health. And when she finally agreed, being that I'm a doctor, this is what I study for a living, I'm one of the industry you know, advisors or experts, she trusted mm -hmm. me and said, okay, I'll try some. And you know what? It made a huge difference. Now, we couldn't save her, sure. but the bottom line is the quality of life. It's not about just mm -hmm. cure. This is what I want to make clear. Right. It's not about just cure. No. It's about quality of life and compassion to, a, to, to just reducing pain. That's why I always get on people that say, oh, CBD is good, but THC gets you high. I said, well, some people need euphoria. Some people need some levity yeah. and, and, and a break from the suffering. And that's part of what the THC does. Part of that is to block your memories of stress and, and pain, just even if it's temporarily, to give you some le le levity to your situation. And it's still medicine. It's still being mm -hmm. therapeutic. And I think it's super important. And again, I wasn't, a, I mean, I, I didn't, wasn't proud of doing it, but I was willing to take the risk because I knew how important it was to get it to my mom, to get it to someone that needed a patient in need. And again, I have mm -hmm. tremendous respect for these parents and these people that are doing this. And, uh, you know, again, we have, I want to dive into a little bit more of their personal stories and some of the more details. So we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. And uh, this is amazing. Don't go anywhere. We're talking with Aaron, we're producer from. Mediatrix, this amazing documentary uh -huh. coming out soon. And so this is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living. We'll take a quick break. Come right back here on CannabisRadio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. 
Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back. I, again, this is an important show today. I'm glad you guys are tuning in. If, if you have people out there, you definitely share this out there. Um, let people know we're, we're talking today with Aaron O'Hara from Weediatrics, this documentary talking about this risk, the struggle, the journey, the reality that people mm-hmm. are dealing with today with introducing or utilizing cannabis as a means to better living. And this is something that not just for recreation, not just because you have occasional panic attacks, this is some serious illnesses and we're seeing results. And that's the key mm-hmm. part that I don't think people are, uh, can't forget. It's not, we're not just doing it because it's hearsay or because we're just trying to get the kids high. Cause that's not the case. We're actually seeing seizures stopping, uh, autistic children speaking, and so forth. Give us a couple examples. What are some of your, your, your most memorable uh, stories? Just, I don't want to give away the whole documentary, but like, no, no, because we definitely you... want people to see it. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that, you know, uh, regardless of, of, of how I sort of um, articulate uh, what each family went through, I mean, you really have to see it to get the full impact anyway. But I think probably the family um, that stood out to me the most, and there, and there were, you know, several in the film, but uh, the Zartlers live in Texas. And as you know, Texas has really no leeway. Right. And their daughter, Kara, uh, who is eight, 18 or 19 right now, is very on the very severe end of the autism, autism spectrum. Um, and she, from the time that she was little, was self-injurious, uh, would injure her parents, nonverbal. Um, and just, you could see her, her pain when she had one of her, um, and I hate to categorize it as, you know, an outburst, but, but really an episode um, of where she would just repeatedly hit herself in the head. Um, you know, her mother was brought to the hospital because one time she bit her mother's finger and, and, and she, they were desperate. The doctors really had no options for her, for Kara, except to put her on an antipsychotic drug, which, essentially turned her into a vegetable, right? right? And so they were really on the verge of having to make a horrific life decision, which was, what do we do? Because we have another daughter, you know, and we have, we, we have to maintain some sort of family unity and we can't keep up this pace. I mean, they, they, it's impossible. So a neighbor um, actually suggested to them that they try cannabis and they did. And the results were amazing. Uh, Kara really um, just, uh, there was like a, a feeling of calm over her and you could see it. And she wasn't physically strained. She wasn't hurting herself. She wasn't hurting anyone else. She didn't seem to be what I described as overstimulated. Um, she, but she was, you know, there's a lot of, one of the, the, some of the feedback we got once was, well, you know, they're just stoned. Well, no, she wasn't because she was functioning and she was happy. But what really is the alternative here for her to give herself a concussion, you know, every week? So they, um, this worked for them. 
um, whereas the antipsychotic drug did not um, and really had some horrific side effects. And they said, this is what we're going to do for our family, regardless of what the law says, because we know this works and we know this is going to save her life and save our lives. And so they continued to use it. And, um, you know, CPS got involved. They had to fight for guardianship. Um, It's a permanent record with CPS. And, you know, luckily, because Mark um, and Christy Zartler went public with it, you know, they, they were able um, to maintain guardianship based on the compassionate care law. Um, but if, if you think about the fact that they still get it online, they can't go to a dispensary, they can't get a prescription from a doctor, which, which is really a medical crime, because they shouldn't have to go to these extremes to keep their daughter alive. Um, And I think Kara's transformation is probably the most dramatic Um, just because, and frankly, it's because she's alive. Yeah. And so apparently so effective. And and again, you said it, there were no other options. It's not like they're going, Oh, let's just go do this. It's like, they've exhausted the medical Mm -hmm. model that existed. And that's what I wanted people to understand. People are not just jumping on the trend wagon here. They're saying, I've gone Mm -hmm. through the rigors. I've gone to Mm -hmm. dozens of doctors. I've gone through thousands, a hundred thousand dollars, bankrupt our families on tests and things to do. Many Mm -hmm. families we talked about a couple of years ago um, were picking up and having to move. Like they moved their whole lives and left their roots and left their homes and left their jobs. And this is all for the health of their child. And again, this is what people don't realize. This is something that's happening, not just in Texas, although Texas is, like you said, a very strict state, Mm -hmm. happening all over the country. And I said, even here in Florida, you know, and, and, um, you know, I've seen it. In so it's happening in California. California. I mean, California too. is one of the yeah. most has some of the most progressive laws, right? When it comes to cannabis, you know, we profiled a family whose daughter had um, a form of epilepsy, and she reacted horribly to the Keppra, which is another prescription oh, yeah. drug um, commonly used for seizures. But when you're talking about a child who's you know 38 pounds. I mean, it just affects them differently, right? And so they they tried CBD, and it it really stopped her seizures. And because someone who we don't know who it is, whether it was a school nurse or a doctor, felt that because they gave her CBD as opposed to a much stronger antipsychotic drug you know, that they, she, they should be reported to CPS. And this is California, oh, yeah. California. They took her away in the middle of the night. No, um, it, it's ridiculous. So it's, yeah, it's really, when people think that there's been um, a lot of headway made and, and we're really, we're really coming into a time where it's accepted. It, it's just not, we're not there yet. And yeah, I, I think this, what this film does is bring awareness to that fact and hopefully will um, initiate some change. I think that last sentence was really important and because even as I'm going to go out there and talking at different lectures, um, different parts, different states, I'm going to make sure people understand that this is not all gravy. We're not all on the upside yeah. swing here. You know, I, I still, mm-hmm. you know, this is a big, we still have an uphill battle. Just like I said, even in New York, they're challenging with the vape cartridges. There's people being mm-hmm. stopped at the Canadian border to come in um, just because they have CBD oil. Grandma gets arrested at Disneyland over CBD oil. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yet 
when I know this firsthand, when my mom was in the hospital dealing with seizures herself, the doctors had no clue what they were doing. They were honestly right. giving she at one point she was on four or five different anti-epileptic drugs at the same time because mm-hmm. that's the only thing that they saw could stop it. Then they said, well, how long is she on these? We don't know. Which one can we start to t- 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 her off? We don't know. They had no mm-hmm. clue. And so for their if they had the answer, if they had a solid cure or response to these conditions that worked. I would say we'd have no problem in saying, okay, you have a, a drug there, you have a, an option. But when those options are not available and the doctors are looking at you like, we don't know, I don't know what to do, we've right. tried everything, how is it anyone's right to say, well, we're going to try, that has been shown to work for a long, mm-hmm. long time, has a super right. safe, non-toxic profile. And and this is where, again, it just aggravates, you know, and even when it comes to growing your own and having the rights to that, and, you know, again, I'm a big advocate of the whole plant, the raw plant, juicing the plant. And, you know, these are things that should be just like tomatoes and and cabbage. I should be able to grow it in my backyard for my own personal consumption. Yeah. And you know what? I don't want the the one thing I want to bring up is, is we're not what the film isn't doing is trying to point fingers at anyone, especially the medical community, because one of the one of the problems is that not that we think that the doctors or the medical community at large is necessarily saying that it doesn't work or wouldn't if it was legal, federally legal, say, yes, this is an option, but their hands are tied. Because if you're looking at it from a a physician's perspective, the data isn't there. We see it, right? But it's not in the medical books. They don't have, they don't have clinical trials to look at um, in most cases because of the schedule one status. Right. So if we, if, if the country as a whole would sort of shift and allow these clinical trials to take place, allow us to collaborate with Israel um, to conduct some of this research and to build on the research that they've been doing, by the way, Israel for 50 yeah. years, then the doctors may have the data that they need and be able to dose it the right way. Um, you know, understand which, which strains work for which conditions, but they can't do that. So it really isn't a finger pointing at the medical community. It's more, why are we still on the spot where, where they don't have the privilege of understanding exactly how powerful this plant can be? Yeah, and I think that's great. Another great point, Aaron. You know, we're not, we did an event in Chicago about four years ago and the, for the doctors and the healthcare community, and it was the hospitals and the administration that said, no, you can't go. The doctors that's wanted right. to learn, you know, and I think yep. that's mm-hmm. what's key here is that I'm not knocking them either. I'm, you know, I'm still learning every day. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm studying, looking at new research, and the government is slowly starting to open up research opportunities, and hopefully that will expand. Mm-hmm. And there's organizations or, or you know, non-government organizations. Um, I've had on my show a couple of times, Strain Print out of Canada which is an app mm-hmm. that's doing so much data collection so that we can identify mm-hmm. with patients what's working for what condition. That's going to be very helpful mm-hmm. when you have so much data there that says, hey, this strain and this formula worked 96% of the time for patients with this condition. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to help doctors feel more comfortable and help the industry grow in the right way. And I think that's really another important factor. So wonderful, wonderful right. information. Well, we're going to take a quick break one more time. We're going to come back with Aaron and talk a little bit more about Weediatrics and let you guys, our listeners, know where to check it out, how to find it, and how to tune in and support it. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for living here at CannabisRadio.com. 
The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome got to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, yeah. You got me again. All right. I got you again. You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Yeah, Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the Concierge for Better Living, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back once again, our final segment of today's show with Aaron O'Hara from Weediatrics. This amazing documentary kind of pulling back the veil of what's going on with children and CPS and parents just trying to do right by their kids. And it's just, you know, mm -hmm. it's a sad, but it also gives a glimmer of hope. I know you say part of it is to, oh, give, it sure you know, to give, you know, to get people angry or frustrated or, or, or whatever it might be. But emotion is important. And part of that emotion is hope. Hope that through mm -hmm. this education, through these brave parents, doctors, you know, participants in this documentary coming out and sharing their stories and, and being real right. about the it. Growers in, the growers yep. in Colorado who themselves take risks to help these children. I mean, there's just, there, there's, as you said, I mean, we're taking, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know about that this documentary is exposing. I love it. And then that's what I've always yeah. said. I mean, I'm a plant, but I'm a little skeptical about the industry. 
And that's the same thing. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and, and that's the thing about tobacco. Everyone's like, oh, you know, that's what even what they said in New York. Oh, we don't want this to become another tobacco issue. I'm like, no, you don't. So instead mm-hmm. of putting out false propaganda or allowing an industry to manipulate and fill chemicals and adulterate products, we need to maintain the purity of this plant, allow the doctors mm-hmm. and the researchers to really have access to it, to find out the truth, to be able to dose it, like you said, properly, to give it where it's mm-hmm. advised. And, you know, really just respect nature a bit more in the fact that it knows what it's doing. That's and we right. all have this endocannabinoid system, to, you know, that responds to this plant in a very positive way. So yep. with that being said, I know this documentary is coming out. Where can our listeners check it out, learn more about so it? We, yeah. So I would encourage everyone to go to the Weediatrics Facebook page um, and all social media, uh, Instagram. But if you go to the Facebook page, you're able to watch the trailer. Um, we, the, the film actually, um, is in the process of, of, we're trying to figure out which film festivals it will, um, be, what it'll be a part of. Um, so definitely within the next few months. Um, but if you go to the Facebook page, uh, you can get a lot more information, not only in the film, but the participants as well. Um, and, you know, ask those questions too. I mean, any questions that you have, either about the film, about the families, about um, the legal wranglings that are involved with this, um, just post, um, spread the word, because we really, really feel so strongly about how um, this is going to impact people and families, and and really, hopefully, lawmakers, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, just just to understand that, you know, putting cannabis on the back burner is just not an option for the next election. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in this country and, but this is, you're talking about the health of children and the health of the elderly and the health of, of people who are middle-aged. I mean, it really, there's so many conditions that this has been shown to help with. um, And we're just sort of, scratching the surface with it, as you know. And if we can get people behind this movement, um, I really think that in a few years, things are going to open up for the medical community and the scientific community. And I think a lot of lives will be changed um, because of it. So we really hope this film is the catalyst for that. So we're looking for your support. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you got mine. And this is a quest for better living. It's what we're all about here. And, you know, I think that's really key. There's, it's not just, I mean, yes, the focus is on children here and the government taking away, to, you know, so forth. But, you know, as I said, with my own personal experience with my mom when she was sick, and it's not just, mm-hmm. you know, cannabis or other medical uh, or, or natural products or tools that that are therapies that have been shown to work around the world that the U S government does not allow. Um, Mm -hmm. And we were ready and, you know, with a private plane to go out of the country to get treatment for my mom. And if we had to, um, yeah, and that's what, unfortunately, why would, why should we have to? And that's the bottom line. I you dealt shouldn't with it. have to. It was frustrating. Right. We, we had means, but not everyone does. And if you're sitting there with a young family with a sick child, you know, you're trying to make your, you know, ends meet, pay your bills, keep a house mm-hmm. over your head. This should not be the issue. This should not be a, a us versus them, us versus the government in order to keep our children healthy. And this is something that's really important. That's right. And I think that's wonderful that you said that hopefully our elected officials will pay attention to this and, and start to recognize, you know, the only time the elected officials change their tune is when it affects their family. You know, that's what I've said that's right. so far. And, you know, that's all you have to do is say, what if it was your child? 
What if it was mm-hmm, your grandchild? Mm-hmm. And the more you stick right. that to them, the be- the more they may hopefully open their eyes and say, you know what? There's a point here. We need to at least open up research. We really need to make this more accessible. And, um, and again, I-, I give you guys and your team uh, a lot of uh, respect and all the people on the um, in, well, the, in the documentary. Well, I give so much respect. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, I really have to um that respect belongs all to the families because they really were brave in coming forward and 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 being a part of this film um because as you know they're risking custody of their kids every day by trying to get them medicine and you know by coming out to the public and letting everyone know this is what we're doing this is what we have to go through i mean it is they're really soldiers. So I just, I, we've grown so close to these families and have so much respect for them. And we really, we, we have hope for them too, which is just what they're looking for. They're really just looking for hope. Yeah. They're not alone um, in this battle. And <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you're saying because I think that helps as well. Um, but yeah, it is. And I'm so glad it helped your mother too, because yeah. it is, it really can change um, so much as far as the quality of life. For sure. And that's what we're here for. Again, thank you, Aaron, for joining us today, sharing information on this great documentary, Weediatrics. And um, everyone out thank there, check it out. Me. Oh, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. We'll have links posted. We'll get this out. I'm going to share it on social media. Spread the word, people. Spread ways to promote better living any way you can. Again, thanks, Aaron, for joining us today. Thank you, all my producers. Yeah, send it to your local lawmakers, too. Yeah, when you, when you get there. the trailer, send it to your local lawmakers. Figure out where they stand on the issue and put some pressure on them because We've got a we've got a pretty um, important election coming up, so for sure. Maybe <laughs> it's a tag good time the, to share this film. Yeah, subject that. Yeah. What if this was your child? You know, like let yes, them make it, yeah. hit it home, hit them hard. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. thanks so That's much. Okay. Thanks everyone at Canvas Radio. Thanks for all of us, you guys listening, tuning in. Don't forget to shoot me messages, questions, suggest guests for the show, topics for the show you want to learn more about. That's what we're here for. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living. Wishing everyone all the best in health and happiness. Be well. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.